So look, there's been a lot of people on social media who have been banned from Twitter for a week, maybe two weeks. Some even have had their YouTube channels taken down, but there's only been one person in the history of social media that's been banned from every single social media platform. Five billion plus views on his YouTube channel. And that's none other than Alex Jones, the founder of InfoWars. Now, some of you guys may be asking the question on the same path. Why would you ever have Alex Jones on days after him being banned, interviewing him on 9-11? Why would you do that? Here's why. I've had Gloria Allred, Jerry Springer, Perez Hilton, who's completely on one side politically, and I've had Dennis Prager, Ben Shapiro, and Mark Cuban, who may be on a complete opposite side politically, because I like to learn from people that have differing opinions. And the reason why I brought somebody like him on today is because it's important to realize, can some things you and I say today on social media get you banned? And why is it that a guy like Alex Jones, who speaks on conspiracy theories, being taken down by everybody, is it fair, is it not? He gets pushed in this interview on a lot of different topics. I'll let you be the judge of it. This is something you want to hear from the beginning to the end. A lot of different personalities were covered on this topic from Marco Rubio to Ted Cruz to LeBron James to Barack Obama to Hillary Clinton to Elon Musk. There are so many different topics that we went through and there's a part that he gets emotional. You just don't want to miss a minute of, if this is a topic that interests you, you want to listen to this from the beginning to the end. And once you do, I want to hear from you. Tweet me, send me a message on Instagram, whatever it is. I want to hear your thoughts. By the time you're done, listen to this interview. So if you follow the news, if you follow media, you're going to see this face, you're going to see this name, Alex Jones, who is recognized, I think it's pretty fair to say you are uh, the most controversial political figure in America today. Is that fair to say something like that? Uh, yeah, Identify uh, you as that? I'm the most banned person in the 21st century. There, there's no doubt that I'm the most demonized, most attacked person in the world today. So you've been now banned off what? Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, over, Reddit, over, Instagram, every single one of these things. Over 100 platforms. Over 100 platforms all have banned you. Take our Apple app. We just launched it a week before we got banned a month ago. It had over 2 million downloads, so they just banned it. It went um, to number one. So we're banned for being number one. Wow. And then they want us banned so they can then lie about what I supposedly stand for. See, that's what they do. They ban you, and then they demonize you. Your YouTube channel has roughly 1.5 billion views, give or take. That was just one of them. We had that's like just one of them. We had 5 billion views total. 5 billion views total. They, banned, they blew them all away. Over 20 channels in one day. Just pew. Now, your website, you're doing what you're doing right now, but what are you doing right now? What are you thinking about all this stuff that's taking place with you in the last you know, couple months here, last six weeks? Look, I, I had a big audience, and I'm, and I'm on a couple hundred radio stations still and, and 500 TV stations, so we, we still reach a lot of people, but Hillary Clinton ran ads about a month before she lost in 2016, and she thought it was such a negative figure that they edited these tapes and they, they played these tapes out of context, uh, demonizing me and then connecting it to Trump. And then when she lost, the Democrats actually believed that I was Trump's brain. She ran $18 million of ads, the Federal Election Commission says, on TV and the web saying that I am in charge of Trump. It's not tr true. You ever talk to Trump, he's in charge, okay? And I, and I have some connection to Trump, but like one-tenth of what they say. So they ran $18 million of ads 
on YouTube and Google and Facebook and TV saying, here's Alex Jones, he's Trump's brain. He tells Trump what to do, and they show a clip of Trump saying something similar and me saying something similar. $18 million. $18 million. So they ran that, according to the Federal Election Commission, and then when she lost, all hell broke loose. We had like advertising deals, you name it. I lost like $10 million the first month when Trump won. Everything was coming after me. They were, the people were suing me, you name it. Lost they, or gained? You lost after he won. When he won, they went after my sponsors, everything, because they actually believed their own propaganda, which wasn't true, that I was like telling Trump what to do. And so once he, once he won, they had run this ad thinking connecting me out of context with radical statements to the, to, to the then uh, candidate would demonize him. But then when it failed, they believed their own propaganda. They smoked their own dope. And then almost two years later, it has been one hell of a ride. They literally believe their own BS that I am in charge of Trump and I'm giving him every move. And it's the opposite. I may have talked to Trump since he got elected 10 times. And it's usually, you know, hey, Alex, hope you're doing well. God, it's, it's bad. Let's make America great again. Let's unify people. It's like pat me on the head phone calls. I don't tell Trump anything to do. But the Democrats literally believe, because I'm low-hanging fruit, that if they get me, they've got Trump. When's the last time you spoke to Trump? I don't want to get into that, but you know, last few months. Last few months. And what's he telling you? What's he telling you when you're talking to him? We're going to turn the economy around. It's getting better. We need to unify people. We need to be positive. We need to bring everybody together, no matter what color they are, who they are. It's literally like a pep rally. You know, one of the things I'm curious about where you're at right now, if you are so close to Trump, if you've spoken to him 10 times, ever since you've been banned, have you had a conversation with him since the ban or no? No, I mean, I've had conversations with people high level in the campaign and in the White House. Okay. And I've just said, listen, they've demonized me as a straw man with $18 million during the campaign. Now it's tens of thousands of articles a month everywhere lying about me, never showing what I supposedly said, just claiming I said something. And I said, this is clearly, just like the Nazis did, you pick a group and then you demonize that minority group and then once you set the precedent that people accept going after them, then it's everybody else. So I'm the first domino. Because I've studied history, I was smart enough to understand that I'm not this important. They picked me because I'm flamboyant and stuff out of context to demonize Trump. Now that he won, they have ramped it up that I'm this horrible person. And then now they are going to try to shut me down. And then once they shut me down over, oh, 100 plus platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Google, uh, iTunes, you name it, mm -hmm. it'll be everybody else. And just like I predicted, as soon as I was shut down, it was a domino effect for everybody else. So that's the plan. When you say domino effect, what do you mean by domino effect? Who else? Like you're talking Prager, you're talking other people are coming after you, or what do you mean by domino effect? It, you said it. Prager University banned, shadow banned, blocked, uh, Gavin McGinnis, uh, you name it. I mean, it's everybody has been shadow banned or blocked. My family will like put a pro-Trump tweet out or, hey, our economy's doing great, and they ban him for a week on Twitter. It's everyone I know. It's, it's like Trump said in the tweets. Millions of people are being blocked from the digital comments. And people say, oh, these are 
private companies, you can't restrict them. They are under federal law as a digital commons. They operate under the system and under the rubric that they are not publishers, that they are simply operating systems that allow debate. And so they have admitted that they're a digital public square. But what they're doing is selectively banning nationalists, conservatives, patriots, uh, you name it, from that digital square 50-something days out from the election. Has anybody ever banned at the level that you've been banned ever in the history of America? I know Milo was banned off Twitter, but he was suspended for like a couple weeks. It wasn't like a permanent ban, right? I know uh, Tommy Lauren had an issue where a couple of her YouTube channels were shut down. Even I think PewDiePie had an issue, right? Well, PewDiePie had an issue when he made a comment about ISIS and they were uncomfortable with him, so he lost his verification. But has anybody ever banned at the level that you've been banned? No, no one. PewDiePie, when it comes to reaching young people, has 21 million views on YouTube. 60-something million subscribers last time I checked. Mm -hmm. And they came to him a few years ago and said, play ball because you're popular or we're going to shut you down. He didn't. So they began to claim he was some political terrorist when he's done nothing. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. I only have 5 billion views on YouTube. He has 20-plus billion. He's number one in the world. The late shows, all those combined aren't PewDiePie. But they came to him to muscle in and say, you better do what we want politically or we'll shut you down. He didn't do that. So they've demonetized him. They've done all this to PewDiePie. And he's been exposing what happened to me. But no, no one has ever been banned in over, it's over 100 platforms now. We have software companies calling and saying, you can't even use our software. They're looking at their own contracts. It's tortious interference. They are literally engaging and trying to put me in a digital gulag. And again, it's, it's because I'm exposing that our government has sold out to multinationals. I'm exposing that the communist Chinese have taken control of Hollywood and have taken control of the universities and have allied themselves with radical Islam and all the rest of this. That's why they want me shut down. And they believe that if they can set the precedent to shut me down, then they can shut everybody else down. So that's why this is happening. Don't you think a part of those comments that you may get you in trouble sometimes where you say things like, listen, for myself, right, I'm, I'm politically in the middle. So I watch CNN and Fox anytime anything happens uh, because I want to know what the, somebody's lying. One side is lying definitely, right? If one side is saying the other side is wrong and one of them is making up some kind of a story. But every time I hear when CNN or Fox, when it, whether it's Rachel Maddow or Hannity or Tucker or Anderson Cooper or Morning Joe, it doesn't matter. When somebody uses the word Nazi in America and they say Hitler and all this other stuff, red flag goes up for me. And I'm a guy that's studying everything. I'm a guy that studies politics. I'm a guy that came from a family that's half communist, half imperialist, born and raised in Iran. So when I see a comparison like that made by people that have only lived in America, to me it's a red flag. So how much of this, uh, Alex, do you think is it's self-inflicted by you versus by the media? Tucker pushes hardcore, Hannity pushes, O'Reilly pushed, a lot of people push, but they're still out there. Why are you the one that's being banned? Well, they call me a Nazi constantly, even though both my grandfathers almost died in World War II. It's, it's, it's that Who's they? Who called you? Who's they? Who would say they? Who I mean, I mean, any major names that call you Nazi? We've had like Tom Brokaw say, I'm an unalloyed racist. Okay, but that's not Nazi, though. Well, I, I mean, I've had, was in D.C. last week, women run up and scream, you're a Nazi, you're a Nazi. And that's what they say. That but specific, any major name, because you do that all the time. And, and by the way, I, I want to say this part to you that, that I think is just fair for everybody, for both sides. Partially why I brought you, my attorney said don't do this. 
and I, and I spoke to you about that yesterday. It's my turn to say, Pat, be no, careful. No, I told you. Ask the hard question. I know I you did. It. No, no, I, I, love I know it. you did. I know you did. And so when you and I spoke, I said, look, my attorneys are concerned. And so we went back and forth. But the reason but why. See, why should they be concerned? You've got your own big Because the money's tied to them. No, so no, they're no, coming from a money no, standpoint. But, but let me just say this. Yeah. You're a man that has your own life. You say what you say. Mm -hmm. I say what I say. If I was Jeffrey Dahmer, who got interviewed by the news, yep. no one says, why is the news? Why is NBC interviewing Jeffrey Dahmer? Let's say I'm worse than Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Fine, I'm worse than Jeffrey Dahmer. Before he died last year, let's, let, you know, let's say that Charlie Manson, you're allowed to interview Charlie Manson. What is this new thing where they say, don't interview Alex Jones? What is it? Because they've built a straw man of things I haven't said. I'm glad for the tough questions. They build a straw man. Yeah. And then they don't want me to respond. Here's an example. There's a video on Infowars.com right now that, that only covered today because it got national attention. I walk out of the Senate hearing on internet censorship, and these women run up. Is the Hispanic women? I love everybody. Today, this happened today. Well, no, it happened last week, but I heard it okay, today. Okay, got it. And the news said that I called them all these names. No, they said you're a white piece of crap. Your family's inbred. You're a monkey. All these things. I said you're a racist. The national news edited that with me saying you're a racist, but not showing the clip of them saying that. You can have white racists, Hispanic racists, right. black racists, whatever. I'm against all that. I believe Martin Luther King. So that's what I'm saying is, is that they don't they want to ban me so they can then misrepresent what I've said and what I've done. But your whole question going to is it self-inflicted? They're after me because they can track back the reboot of 1776. They can track back how the economy's coming back and how the globalists suppress things by design to me. And, and I don't want to even want the credit, but they believe, George Soros and the globalists believe, that I'm the first domino and that we triggered this grassroots movement to launch Trump. So they believe if they take me out, Trump can continue on or be defeated. So why did I bring you on, okay? I'm a content creator. I'm a capitalist. I'm an entrepreneur. And you're allowed to interview who you of want. No, but How I'm, far down the rabbit hole are we that you've got to even like ask, can I interview yeah, Alex Jones? Listen. I could be Adolf Hitler, a horrible person. Yeah. You have a right to interview me. So I so I interviewed entrepreneurs on, you know, I mean the channels are mainly an entrepreneur channel. We've had Mark Cuban, we've had Magic Johnson, we've had Kevin Hart. But we've had Glory Allred. I mean, who has Glory Allred? I had a Glory Allred just to speak there to see why no, she's why got we, it. it's great. I've had, it's uh, smart uh, what you're doing. Yeah, I've had uh, Perez Hilton. I've had uh, Jerry Springer. Jerry and I went out of talking about Hillary Clinton. It was a friendly debate that we had. So I brought you because there is partially a concern for content creators when somebody is being asked to, you know, don't say anything. This is going to some other countries that ran it that way that told people to not share their opinions. Even a Bill Maher who doesn't agree with you a lot of things that you say politically, he defended you. Ted Cruz, who I think tweeted out and Ted Cruz said, you know, here's a man who claimed my dad killed JFK. Like, that's what he said on Twitter. You probably saw that. He said, but, you know, does this give the right for these Facebook and everybody to shut them down and take them off? No. So people, I want to I preface this question. There are people who agree and disagree with you who are defending you. The part I'm trying to ask from you is the following. Is there any part of this that is self-inflicted that is caused? I run a business. We have flaws. Some of it is self-inflicted. Some of it is my COO. Some of it is my CMO. Some of it is my chief financial officer. But I know a lot of it is me is because I'm the Is there things I should have done better? 
what is self-inflicted from your side? Or no, no, I totally hear what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm going to answer that. But let's go back. Since when in America do we have to ask, can you interview somebody? What have I said here? I love America. I love free market. I, I, I love making the country great. What have I said that's so damn evil? Because the mainstream media projects what I've said and done, and because they've created that straw man, they don't want me to be able to respond. But let me tell you, if you go back six years ago when Sandy Hook first happened, and my listeners called in and didn't think it happened, yep. and they showed anomalies. And so I had guests on, looking on both sides, very small part in my whole compendium, you know, the last 25 years, it's less than 1% of what I've done. Less than 1%, it's like one-tenth of a percent. And so within a year or two, I said, no, I think Sandy Hook happened, mass shootings happened. The media, as soon as I said I thought it happened, because I'd questioned it before, went, oh my God, we've got him. And they went crazy. And then they just published thousands of articles a week saying, Jones is harassing families. He's going to their houses. He won't stop saying it didn't happen. And then I call him, I send him letters, and I'm like, here's 50 videos saying I believe Sandy Hook happened. And here's the debates where I, I just had open discussions five years ago. They won't stop. Because it's like saying Saddam killed babies in incubators in 1990. It's, it's using that to demonize me. So I've already said I'm sorry the media took it out of complex 10,000 times. I've already said that I've done all that, and they, it only like, oh my God, he's weak on this. And so it's in papers every day. Jones is harassing families. Jones is saying Sandy Hook didn't happen. It's the papers saying that that are saying that. It's not me. But, but let's expand on that. I didn't lie about WMDs in Iraq. They killed over a million Iraqis like the New York Times did. No one questions that. So they're pulling on the heartstrings, not the families, but the lawyers and the Democratic Party because they're scared of what I'm generally saying, that there's a corporate world government mm -hmm. taking control of nation states, like the Brexit and everything else, and people are waking up to that. So they want to demonize that and say, you can't talk to this guy because he's so evil and he's so bad. There was nothing in that answer. I'm asking the question, was there anything that you take responsibility for where you say, for instance, Sandy Hook. Okay, let's go with Sandy Hook. Obviously, that made a lot of families feel uncomfortable. The father, Neil, who talks about my son was six years old. He got shot in the head, and he held him in his arm when he died. And a couple other parents that came out and said what they said. And Maggie Kelly asked you the same question. You've said some stuff. You know, like, maybe this will make sense for what we're trying to do for me to understand you. Because when I look at somebody, and I differ with their political opinions, I may not agree with Barack Obama, but I can see if Barack, was, Barack and I didn't speak politics, and we had a drink and we spoke sports, I'm probably gonna get along with Brock. If I talk to somebody like Bush and everybody was talking about Will Ferrell was joking with him, all this other stuff. If I talk sports with Bush, I'm probably gonna get along. This guy seems like a nice guy, we're gonna have a good time together. There are sides of you that show sense of humor. There are sides of you that shows your levity. There are sides of you that shows you have a brilliant million mile an hour brain that goes down. What you talk about is a different story. Sometimes in the world of sales, and maybe this will make sense on the question I'm trying to ask. Sometimes in, in the world of sales, when I work with the people in the world of sales, there are people who sell a product. And they'll come, let's just say the product is good enough for me to give the features and benefits. Here's what I'm selling, Alex. I have a house, four bedroom, three bathroom, corner, cul-de-sac, kids, safety, good private schools, et cetera, et cetera. And then I say, but this house underneath it, there's a 63% chance that there's oil and you can be a billionaire. 
do you ever think you go from just selling the idea, which already makes a lot of sense, you're making me think. Then from there you go into, let me sensationalize, and you get yourself in trouble doing that. Do you ever feel like you've done that where it's gotten you in trouble? Oh, I think there's no doubt that I've covered internet sensations. And then the media says that I created that sensation just because I covered the sensation. Yeah, so, but do you sensationalize yourself? Are you sensationalizing yourself? There's a big difference. So I can give a presentation and God knows how many people I've sold over the years and I know when I sensationalize sometimes. Have you yourself caught yourself saying, shit, to get maybe a sponsorship, maybe sell, maybe, you know, to, I know this thing's gonna get two million views versus 220,000 views. Let me sensationalize because in the marketing aspect, you know propaganda's work, you know, you know. Now, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't ever think, sit there and think about what's gonna be successful. I go with what I think's true. And I've, I've, I've questioned public events and I've, and I've done things like that. And like I said, you got mainstream media that lied about Iraq and lied about the Arab Spring and all sure. this stuff. And they sit there like they're pure and good because my listeners question things there's like that. There's no question about that, by the way. So, so I want you, there's no question about that. I don't trust either side. I don't watch CNN. You understand, like, in the spectrum of 24 years on air, like, the media tries to make me Sandy Hook. That's like one-tenth of one percent of one point. Well, let me give you the credit on one thing that you do deserve credit. It's not like you're... 100% alt-right Republican, no matter what you know, anybody on the right says you defend, that's not been your case. You went against Bush, and at a point when Fahrenheit 9-11 came out, you and Michael Moore may, may have been on the same side, which is a pretty weird thing to say that you and Michael Moore agree well, on Well, I don't want to put Michael Moore in jail like Anissa Souza was. That's exactly right. But, but that's what I'm getting at is they changed the subject how we expose the surveillance state and yep. world government and globalism, and they just, the media then brands it Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, I was not the first person to question Sandy Hook. Other people did. I know they did. I then looked at it, and then I said, okay, I think it happened. And they went, oh, my God, he's weak. Let's go after him. And three, four years later, they're in newspapers every day showing, Alex, please stop saying my son didn't die. And I'm like, your son died. He got killed. Please stop saying I said well, maybe it. Because, because the whole Democrat yeah. machine and all this is behind it. So, okay, get rid of America. Get rid of free market. Get rid of the Second Amendment. My God, I'm sorry. Sandy Hook is everything. Just sacrifice everything on that. And if you're involved in that, socialism, Venezuela, everything, I'll jump off a cliff. I'm so sorry. I don't think that's the case. No, but they act, like, they act like I killed the kids of Sandy Hook. No, I don't think that's the case. It was a Prozac head with an illegal gun. Again, and the thing is, it's like one little thing I covered. So why don't you, when, why don't you just clarify this with Sandy Hook? Here's very simple. So... The kids died, yes, they, so are you, is your argument on Sandy Hook, which maybe the viewers don't understand fully, were you trying to say, I believe it did happen, but I believe the government had something to do with it, or this was staged, it never happened? Because those are two different arguments to make. If you say this was staged by the government, well, maybe that's a conspiracy that we can say, no, I disagree with. Let me explain, let me explain. There have been real mass shootings before. Sure. And the kids were always into the Nazism and, and devil worship, just, you know, like Harris and Kleibold at, 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 at what happened in, in Columbine. And it's always the same story and this thing, and then they blame gun owners. So then this happens and the guy's on Prozac and he's being protected, he has a gun illegally. And then the internet says, look at these you know, all these anomalies. Mm -hmm. So I start looking at the anomalies and I'm looking at them and I'm saying, is that true, is this true? So we debate those. And then about a year or so after it, I start saying to people that are saying, I'm covering up because I'm saying I thought it happened. You. Yeah. I start saying, no, I think it happened. 
And then it becomes this whole debate. And then reporters come to me and they say, tell us what you think really happened. What are the anomalies? And then I say the anomalies, even though I've already proven those anomalies aren't what they say they are, I'm saying, I believe Sandy Cook happened. Here are the anomalies. Then they sue me for saying what the anomalies are, cutting off that I say it happened. It's a way to like suck the oxygen out of the room. I literally one-tenth of a billionth of what I've done to Sandy Hook. Yeah. And now it's constant Sandy Hook, I got, Sandy Hook, I, Sandy, way, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook. Just so you know, I got, I got 15 more topics that I would like. I know you got 15, the but only, that, that's, where only, no, that's where this goes. That's where this goes. The only question, but you haven't answered. So I think it can simplify it if you just say, here's an argument. Are you saying Sandy Hook was staged and the people that walked there, they were acting? No, I believe Sandy Hook. It happened, but the government has something to do with no, it. No, I believe Sandy Hook happened. I believe kids got killed at Sandy Hook. And then the public questioned it. I analyzed that and I apologized to people taking out of context what I questioned. And then the media used it to try to hurt families. So I apologize for the whole way it's worked. So you're not saying there's any government involvement? I, no, I don't think there was any government okay, involvement. Okay, so that, that's, but, okay, so that's great. So going back to the question again that I think still hasn't been answered. And this has nothing to do with saying you got, like I said, 9-11. You predicted 9-11 in July of 2001 and you said something's going to happen. We have to be ready well, for I this. I said they're going to blame Bin Laden for blowing up the World Trade Center. Okay. And would you say that was the first time where people actually look? Because you've, you've been on air for 24 years. It's not like this is a new thing you're doing. You've been doing this for a while. And you were, whether it was Austin, whether it was whatever, you, you know, your inspiration came. Your dad being a dentist, you had these types of conversations. You read political books. You're a guy that follows this kind of stuff. This didn't happen all of a sudden. One day you're like, you are a believer in what you talk about. This isn't accidental. But when you talked about the 9-11 issue and you said, I think this is what's taking place and I think the U.S. government is participating in this, partially Bush or whoever it is you were talking about. Do you think that was the first time where the audience and the media kind of was a tipping point for them where they said, wow, maybe he does have a point? Because the Democrats were kind of saying, you know, he's not even defending the guys on the right side. Do you think that's when media kind of favored you a little bit in 01? You know, they were demonizing me for that. I just saw the preparation for what was happening and I and I knew about what happened previously and I had a lot of sources. And so again, it doesn't mean that 9-11 wasn't a real attack. It means that certain political interests stood down. I think the 28 pages uh, show that. So I just go with whatever I think the best research is. There are some content creators that are worried to say, well, do I need to also be careful because here's a guy that maybe his voice is being hidden, you know, maybe I need to be also careful. You know, maybe I need to stop talking about capitalism. Maybe I need to start talking about some of this stuff. Uh, what is your concern now that you don't have access to social media today? How are you feeling? How does it feel like knowing you can't log on to YouTube, Twitter, create any content? What's life like without social media? It's great because it's gotten me to realize what I already knew that we were already shadow banned. We were already being controlled. We were already being dialed back. We were already giving our soul to this fraudulent thing. And so we need to build things outside of that to really create a free society. And so we have more real viewers, more real listeners, more dialed in people than we've ever had under the censorship. Today. Yeah. So what happened the moment you got banned? Did you, I know your website is ranked six, I think 623 in US alone. And I think worldwide you're 2869 if you look at the ranking on Alexa as of today. Uh, what's happened to traffic from the day you were banned? And what's happened see, to business? See, Alexa's run by Amazon. Three years ago, more than 5,000 conservative sites were delisted 80% in one day. And sponsors called and said, my God, we're still getting response, but you're down 80%. 
I'm like, look at the graph. It goes straight down. They go, yeah, yeah we're, we have record sales. So going into the campaign three years ago, Amazon totally delisted everybody and did that just to try to hurt our sponsors. But our sponsors went, well, we're getting record response. Our traffic's way up. So here's what happened and three years ago. Alexa's going like this, it's Amazon, and then it goes like this, and it goes like this. Because our traffic was really going like this, but they just went like this. So that's the same crap they keep pulling. That's why it's like... But how do you feel about not being on social media right now? Are you okay not be, not ever being on again? Are you okay with that? If you never, ever, ever are allowed back for the rest of your they life? They had you're... already... Well, no, it, it's horrible to take somebody's digital identity, yeah. like the communist Chinese have done, and create a web ID for you and then create a global social score and use your views to intimidate you and shut you down. That's what communist China's done. It's horrible authoritarianism, but I'm not the average person that's going to criticize the system and then be banned. I've got hundreds of radio stations, TV stations, but for the average person, it's absolutely horrible. It is, it is the mark of the beast. It is dehumanizing people. It is enslaving them. It is a terrible uh, situation. But I'm speaking about you. How are you feeling about it right now? Here's Alex. So, so it's kind of for me when I look at somebody like you. I lost my voice for 90 days four years ago. Okay, and if you're running a business and you're selling, you're speaking all the time. I mean, you that's just, not good. That's not good. Was I you mean, have like a polyp on your I, I, They thought it was a cancer. I had to go. It was benign. They did a surgery. I lost my voice Thanksgiving. I couldn't talk for 90 days. Voice was gone. Jesus. I couldn't speak at all. And so for me, it was a way for me to sit back and realize, you know, the smallest little thing is a big part of your life. So I felt like if I can't speak. Life's very fragile. Right? If I can't speak, what do I do? So today, if five billion views are gone, how is Alex Jones feeling today? And that's five billion views just on YouTube, not including everything else. The 16 million um, iTunes subscribers, all of it. I feel good. Because I'm on a sellout and I'm a trailblazer and people project who I am. They lie about me all day. But we've never had more hardcore listeners. And I, I'm just, I just believe in humanity. I'm betting on humanity. And they, 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 they build these straw men of what I've said and what I've done, try to sell the public on that. And then they think if we can demonize Alex Jones, we can demonize everybody else. And then once they accept destroying him, then they'll accept destroying everybody else. So they're trying. You actually believe that? That they've, they're doing it. So, so, but let's let's focus on you. How are you feeling today? I can tell you, I didn't like the fact that I couldn't speak for three months, right? I interviewed Richard Turner, card mechanic, and he said one day he looks out, he can't see anything. But he says life changed for me. That's like suddenly your voice is gone for social media. Social media today is a bigger platform than radio. I think you said one time to Rogan where you said a lot of these guys on CNN and Fox. Maybe you have 100,000 listeners. Maybe you have a million listeners. Joe, you have millions of listeners. I have billions of listeners. You're saying these stats that you're giving to people. You don't have it today. How are you feeling? And but, are you okay if you never, I mean, ever get the, it back? Here's the difference. If CNN or MSNBC was covering real topics, they'd have the audience. Any forum that's popular, any forum that has something great going on in it is yeah. going to have the audience. So you're saying, how am I feeling today? I'm not trying to be positive. Uh, on this because I'm worried about censorship and Amazon banning books and everything else going on. But we we have the biggest audience we've ever had. 
So you're okay if they never get, if you've banned permanently, there's never ever, no one's ever gonna let you back on this one website called Facebook with two billion view, users Here's right now. Thing. Here's the thing. Are you okay if you never ever are allowed back? What they're doing to everybody is wrong, is election meddling, and is censorship, and is corporate racketeering. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm at the top of the food chain. So, I'm specifically talking no, to no, you. No, no, but I'm saying I'm at, yeah, I'm not worried about me, but I'm at the top of the food chain. So technically, I have more hardcore listeners and traffic to InfoWars.com and more people supporting us and more radio stations and TV stations. Let me tell you something. You think being on Facebook or Twitter with all their game crap is big. When you're on 50,000 watt AM stations and 100,000 watt stations in LA and New York, they still have giant audiences. Alex, I get that, but we both know the guy that became president is because he understands Twitter. You know that, I know that. I mean, well, he's, I, he's I saved, hope, I hope he Trump, saved Jack Dorsey. I hope Dorsey. Trump figures out that the internet's key. No, no, I'm not saying that internet isn't the future. Yeah. I'm simply saying that they are attempting to shut everybody down now, and they're engaged in classical authoritarianism against free speech. And so, they, 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 they build me up as a straw man, they demonize me, mm -hmm. so that no one stands up for me when they take my speech, and that is the key to shutting everyone down. I, I get it. Okay, so let's just say Zuck is watching right now. Say Sandberg's watching. Larry Page, Sergey, you know, you, folks at YouTube, they are owned by Google, Doors, all these guys are watching right now. Would you ever want to be you know, figuring out a way to be let you know be back on these social media platforms, or you're okay if they never ever let you back on again. Are you okay with that? Never again. I'm Alex. I'm Alex Jones. I'm never changing. Whether you take me back or not, I am never changing a single way. I do anything. I don't care if I'm ever back on it. Is that where you're at today? Well, obviously, they're like 90% of the internet. Obviously, I want back on that. Okay. But they misrepresent everything I've said and done. It's like Jack Dorsey went on. A month ago on NBC, CNN, ABC, all of it, he went on with Lester Holt, and Lester Holt's like, Jones says he wants to kill the media with assault rifles. And Dorsey goes, Jack Dorsey goes, I know it's horrible, but he can stay. I never said that. So... But Dorsey, I, the first time he defended you, to, to, but to give... That was all like acting like he was. I talked to folks that were in the meeting with him when I confronted Marco Rubio, who walked up to the press conference. Jack Dorsey said, oh my God, now he's been mean to a Republican. This is how dumb they are. Now I can ban him. Who told you that? Are you assuming that or no, you know no, that? People in, no, it's people in the meeting. People in the meeting telling you that now that you're going after Marco Rubio, this is an opportunity for Dorsey to ban now, you? I talked to folks that were in the meeting with Jack Dor Dorsey. Okay. And he goes, oh, I can ban Alex Jones now. He just went up for a Republican. That's how dumb they are. I mean, it, 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 it's a total joke. Do you think Dorsey's a, a Trump fan? No. Okay, we both know that. He's not. How come he hasn't banned Trump? He's more powerful than you are. There's a, there's a reason. Well, how come Trump's not because been banned? Because it's way obvious. He's already one of the worst banners out there. And so by leaving Trump up there, Trump could announce some new service or some group overnight and destroy Twitter in one minute. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make to you is I don't think Dorsey, I actually think Dorsey defended you. And by the way, I am not on Dorsey's side politically. 
I actually think not, not in He only not, did it for he only did it for but, cover. But you and I both know if let's just say he isn't uh, he's helping out the Hillary Clinton fan. Eighty percent of media is on Clinton's side. Hypothetically, you know that I know that a lot of well, news sites have said. Yeah, it's eighty. Let's just say eighty percent is right. You take out Breitbart. Let's just say you take out Drudge Report, Fox News. You take some of these things at New York Washington Post, Time. Washington Times. Let's just say they're on the right. Eighty percent is on the left. But how come Dorsey hasn't done something to Trump? He could easily do it. What if he does? Well, so the that's too big of a move. But he could have done that pre-election time. So I. I think there is something that happened at tipping Jesus, point. I wish, I hope Jack Dorsey takes Trump off Twitter. That will blow up in his face. No, he knows. He was scared to even take me off. And then when I got in Rubio's face, he literally said, oh, God, that's our cover. Get rid of it. So you think the tipping point was Rubio? Oh, I know people that are in the meeting. Why would Rubio be a tipping point? You confronted somebody he disagrees with. No, 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 no. You think he's on the Rubio side? He thought it was, no, he thought it was bipartisan. He thought, oh, look, he's mad at Republicans. That's how dumb they are. I I get he's a big tech head and all this stuff and has a nose ring. So do you remember back in the days when uh, Beck used to be the main guy to watch on Fox? Him and O'Reilly would go at it and he was coming up and... He would get up and he would do his shows. And I was on Beck one time and he would show all this other stuff, you know. Yeah, he was like yeah, drawing the chalkboards. Yeah, and Hitler did this. And you know, and, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, this could be a conspiracy and it's tied. You know, and even Rush. But these guys haven't been banned off Twitter. These guys haven't been banned off YouTube. You've been banned. So what is that part of it? Because well, let, let me read something Let to me you. ask you this let question. Me, Why do you think it is? Why Because it I sure as hell isn't because they say I question Sandy Hook. No, I don't think that's the only thing. No, it's because I cover the geopolitical system and how they're setting up a world government and how they want eugenics and depopulation and how the communist Chinese have merged with our big tech companies to take over the U.S. That's why. And you believe that 100%. I don't believe it. I know it. So how come the rest of the guys are not off? Why is Beck not off? Beck is is not a guy that they agree with. Why is uh, Limbaugh not off? Why is... Milo's still back on, and Milo may be one of the most annoying social media guys. He's still banned on Twitter. Well, let me ask this question. What I'm trying to tell you is, there's a smart guy. Why do you think I'm banned? I think I think it's overselling. For instance, you say, "Well, the water they have in like I remember when I was in the army, and they would say with the punch they put in the army that you drink it, it's purposely set up." So you don't get too excited to want to have sex because when you're in boot camp and AIT, you know, they don't want you to be too sexual because you're not going to fe- see, see opposition. So they got to tame you down a little bit. Now, that was a rumor. They were saying that. We'd say, yeah, okay, maybe right, maybe not right. But I think you'll take that and you'll say something like, well, you know, it's because, you know, Clinton is tied to Nazi and Hitler. And, and then you sell it even bigger. Here's what happens. And you, you get Here's what you. happens. When I have 500 Harvard reports okay. about atrazine causing low sperm counts, then I cover it. Then that's the big secret. It's it's not. I think punch. I don't go. Oh my God, punch. Yeah, but, it's but making Alex, us. You turn around and you say the water they're feeding us is the water that they put in the you know frogs, and our frogs are becoming gay because they want our kids to be gay. I mean, what do you mean frogs are becoming gay? Well, that's actually Bertrand Russell in the UN. They said we will add chemicals to the water to confuse the sexuality and reduce population. That's official UNESCO plan. Have you read the book Naked Communist by Cleon yep. Skousen? Mm-hmm. You know which one I'm talking about. And I've read the uh, I've read the Naked Communist, mm-hmm. and I've read the Naked Capitalist. He wrote. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm so, I know, I, I've seen these these methods on what they want to do to take away the original well, fundamentals. Well, what I'm telling you is the sperm count, the general sperm count is down about 90% in the West. Yeah, but the frogs, what's the story with frogs being gay with the water? They like, Do you watch frog porn? How do you know, uh, like, oh, you know, frogs I'm a huge are- fan of frog porn. <laughs> No, no, it's funny you say that. Like, like I love frog porn. Tell me about this frog porn you're talking about here. Frogs are amphibians, so they're in the major water dump-off systems. And like 10 years ago, they had a show on Democracy Now! Okay. And they had one uh, on PBS. Okay. And I played the reports how most of the frogs were asexual or were trying to have sex with other males. And so frog populations were going down 90%. And I talked about it, and the media attacked me and said, Jones is homophobic against gay frogs. So I made the joke, I said, oh my God, they're putting stuff in the, in the water to make the freaking frogs gay. And they took that out. Anybody can search Democracy Now!, anybody can search PBS. And so it becomes this debate about Alex Jones instead of the runoff is so toxic that our kids are involved in and the, and the emasculation of men and the uh, and it causes women breast cancer. You know, all it, it really hurts people that it becomes this big thing. And I just sit there and I just go, okay. I, I mean, I'm the big conspiracy theorist. I I covered PBS, Democracy Now. Right. About their headline in Democracy Now was runoff making frogs gay. So I was reading a Democracy Now headline, and ten years later. No one shows. I that. remember the clip when you did it. You just said, you know, they're turning. Get you. You were just speaking. You. You were. Well, I just played the clip. Yeah. And then I said, Oh my God, they're making the freaking frogs gay. But I mean, why would you look? You say something like that. They're making frogs gay. So the chemicals aren't bad. It's it's me saying it. No, let's no. Let's just say the chemicals are bad. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So okay, for instance, you say something like this. You say. I'm telling you folks, nerds are one of the most dangerous groups in this country because they end up running things. But they still hate everybody because they weren't the jocks in high school. So they play little dirty games on everybody. They use their brains to hurt people and I'm aware of them, okay? I see you little rats. Okay, you say something like that. So I sit there and I say, interesting, fair enough. That's actually not a bad point. I remember the guy that was a nerd, 4.3 GPA, he didn't have any girls I wanted to get with him. So he probably didn't get laid till he was 22. So he says, I'm gonna go out there and become so successful because this, not a bad point, fair, okay, I'll take that, right? But then you'll take that and you go, Bill Gates is trying to do what he's doing in Africa and he's trying to do, do this and you know he's not really somebody that's making, and then you'll take it even deeper. And so I sit there and I say, okay, let me go research Bill Gates. Maybe he's got a point here, so I'll go and do research. Hypothetically, somebody that's a reader, somebody that likes to research, somebody that's not a naive viewer that's just gonna jump to conclusion. Then I say, Come on, Alex, you're sensationalizing. You're like, come on, oh my God. Bill Gates' dad headed up the Army program on eugenics and was the head of Planned Parenthood. And then he went on Bill Maher and said, we need to reduce world population. I got all the clips, man. Yeah, but Alex, you take it to a point where the media's sitting there saying, a guy, okay, a naive mind can hear to some, listen to somebody like you. And you can really mess with a naive mind. A naive mind who is not going to... Did you hear me? Do you know about Cold Springs Harbor? Tell me about it. I mean, Bill Gates' dad ran it. Okay. IBM runs it now. Sure. So that is the main human genome eugenics center. The whole deal. They trained the Nazis. 
They trained the 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 Kaiser Wilhelm Institute. There's Pulitzer Prize winning books. They have it all, man. Alex, what is it? You keep asking why are they after me? No, I'm because not. I read the books. I, I've got their plan, Alex. If you know everything that you say you know, and you got their plans, why are you still alive? Well, they're murdering my name. They're assassinating me. Uh, yeah, but you've said Hillary Clinton's. You know, her client goes and you know all these people that get close to her. So if you're opposing the most powerful Democrat in a marketplace, let's just say because they thought I was a joke, like a poison, I titrated it. I, and it's the way God worked. It wasn't me. We built up. They thought it was a joke. They used us against Trump. They kept thinking they were winning, and now when the poison, the truth, is so strong, when the big dose hits them, they already have figured it out. And so I'm just over there. I'm the globalist lethal injection, and I, I'm ready to die. So let's just be clear. I've already won. This is all gravy from this point on. So they, I'm already in the system. I've already won. And they thought it was a joke. And now they just took their death dose. Really, I'm going to kill the New World Order. That's why they call me violent. That's why they hate me. I'm not physically hurting anybody. But the information is the end. It's their end of days. You and think so? No one can reverse it now. Yeah, no, it's true. Because humanity wants to live. And they're the ones doing this. I studied their papers. I studied their program. And you ask why they're so afraid? They're so afraid because I've got their number. And I'm not afraid to die. So that's it. That answers your question. So if that's where you're at, who cares if you ever get back on social media? I don't. You really don't? The message, the transmission. Everything else now is gravy. Everything else is just getting ready to meet God. Whatever and be a real man, I gotta take my licks, I'm ready. Everything else now is take my licks. Is that why you're that means my kids gotta take the licks, my family's gotta take the licks, and I gotta take the licks. I'm ready to take the licks. So let's get it going here. Somebody with God forever, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm taking my licks. See, that's how God works. It's not just a system where Everybody's a coward and sells out. No, there's people that aren't cowards. There's people that are dedicated to the truth and are ready to go all the way. And not just put themselves in the line, but their whole families. So. You got three kids, Alex. I got four. You got four kids? Yeah. I thought you had 10 to 15-year-old, right? 10, 10 to 15-year-old? I got a 16-month-old right up to a 16-year-old. 16-month-old right up to a 16-year-old. And there's no, this exterminist program is anti-human. And if I don't, do this, they have no future anyways. And that's the liberating understanding is that if I don't commit to the truth and take this, they have no future. There's a very narrow window we've got for humanity. So what's next for you? I mean, what's, it's all about humanity's choices. I'm not even important anymore. I've already completed my mission. Long after they figured out what we did to them, they came after me. I already did the job. What, whatever happened to you right now, you don't think any of it is self-inflicted? None of us are perfect. I've done a lot of mistakes. I, if I went back in hindsight, I've done a lot of things different. But the media misrepresents what I say. So how can I say sorry for things they said? So you are just not even letting them have one on you. You're not giving them one bone. Oh, I've said 500 times that I believe Sandy Hook happened, I'm going back four years, they never say I said it. So you're like, 
let them have one on you. Yeah, but I mean, you get banned and you come out and you're, you're going in front of Dorsey. You were at his court. You know, you were chasing him down. You were chasing Rubio down. I mean, you're, you know, is, is any... Yeah, no, no, no. When they told me, lay down and die or yeah. we'll ban you completely, I'm fight back. Absolutely. I'm on fire. Wait, you've seen nothing. Yeah, I've seen nothing. So this whole thing with pizza gate theory, none of the, the stuff that you have, they... Well, the Catholic Church running giant pedophile rings, that's confirmed. And the fact that it was in the WikiLeaks that there were these giant child kidnapping rings, NBC, ABC, CNN, they focused on a pizza place in D.C. to divert everyone, like a broken, you know, like a mockingbird. Mm -hmm. The mother acts like its wings broken. So we had it all, like the kids are going to be in the hot tub and Obama wants the hot dogs, $65,000 worth. We were covering that. And then they diverted off to D.C. and people covered it. And then I said, oh, yeah, that's not what was going on. So they go, oh, my God, pedophilia doesn't exist. Well, I'm no, pedophilia exists. It's all coming out in the news. And their old PR stuff with me isn't going to work. So, again, we go back to Sandy Hook. Six years ago, kids getting shot by a Prozac head who got a gun illegally. And I've been saying for years I think it happened. But the media keeps saying I didn't. And we go back to Pizzagate. Pedophilia doesn't exist. Well, everybody knows it does. So, again, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm far beyond even caring what people think anymore. I've genuinely tried to cover the facts. I've genuinely looked at things. I've been set up. I've been led down rabbit trails. That part doesn't matter. The truth is this world government's coming down. This whole vampiric system it's coming down, and I feel damn good about it. It's comments like that that get you in trouble, what you just said right there. This whole government is coming down? This whole corrupt system is coming down. Define corrupt system, ran by who? The private interest of the Federal Reserve, the big Vatican systems, the traffic in children, the people that ship narcotics into America. The corrupt system is in the spotlight, and it's coming down. And to make this clear, you're not talking about one side of politics. You're saying this is happening on both sides. You're talking about the elitist. And, and what I'm saying is, is that I'm dead already. I already passed the river sticks. So everything I'm doing now is pure victory. See, this is the kamikaze mission. People think humanity just takes this stuff. No, the spirit of humanity manifests itself in resistance. And so that's what's happened. It's not about, it's not about me. It's about what do we do to Hollywood what do we do to the corrupt blue blood Republicans? What do we do to the Democrats? What do we do to let them know we're still alive? And that's what I've done. It doesn't mean, you know, that things don't get a little messy in this thing. At the end of the day, I'm not raping little kids. Define messy. I didn't launch the wars that killed millions of people. I didn't ship in the narcotics that killed millions of people. But how is it I'm the bad guy? I'm the guy you can't talk to. I'm the guy that can't be heard. I'm the guy that's got to be banned. There's got to be a reason for it, though. Well, it's because the mainstream media are good people. I mean, Apple and Google and Facebook are nice people, and they're protecting you from Alex Jones. That's why. These are good people. These are sweetie pies. Mark Zuckerberg, he called his users dumb fuckers, but he didn't mean that. He's an angel. He's a sweetie pie. And so is Nancy Pelosi, and so is Michael Moore. They're not bad people. They're good people. 
and we should just roll over because you saw what happened to Alex Jones. You saw what happened to him. So you better sit down and shut up and you better do whatever we say or you're gonna pay. But see, some people don't care. Some people don't care. Who's some people? Well, the people that are awakening, the people that are about to bring this corrupt world down and build the new world up. Who's got your back right now outside of the people that follow you? Like who, who, who that has a name is fighting for you right now? That's why I asked when's the last time you spoke to Trump if he reached out to you and said, I'm gonna help you. Uh, because I know when you won, he went on Infowars and then he say something like, Alex, I'm gonna make you proud or when we get in, something's no, gonna that happen. Was, that was, that was, Trump called me after he won and said, thank you. I'm, I'm giving my energy to Trump. I don't need him to protect me. He's the he's the lion in the in, under attack by the hyenas. Sure, he doesn't. I don't call Trump for support. Trump knows he's got my full support. Well, you asked him for help publicly. You asked him for help just recently. No, I've asked him to defeat the enemy, trying to shut down free speech. There's a big difference. Isn't that in a way indirectly asking for help or no? No, no, no. He understands. He has to take action against the tech giants that are Chicom funded, trying to dominate us. That, that's for all of us. Well, you know, he's already not on the side of Bezos. He's not a fan of Bezos and what he's doing. But yeah, Bezos and them are, Bezos and, and Amazon have their own problems, but they're, they're child's play compared to Google and Apple. Because of influence. Obviously, Amazon's game is a different game than... They're uh, here in America. Right. And so Amazon's our least of our problems. Who's got your back, though, right now? Who's, who's backing you up right now? Who's calling you saying, hey, I'm going to go out there and fight for you? The strongest thing you can do is to have nobody having your back. I mean... Alex. It's, it's like, no, it's like the Alamo. You know about 1836, right? Sure. 180 people fighting like 5,000, everybody dies. But they knew that was going to happen. They were so pissed off that when Travis drove the line in the sand, almost everybody st stood across it. So see, these are real sacrifices. These aren't like Satanist sacrifices where they do it with little kid and all these people trying to act powerful. It's about giving yourself. It's very Christ-like. So... It'll be remember InfoWars. It'll be remember Alex Jones when we win this and launch the next phase of human expansion. You think what you're doing right now is Christ-like? Yes, I think standing up for what's right, being fearless, and building a future is in the spirit of Christ. I wouldn't say it's Christ-like. Yeah, but he had allies, right? I mean, even his Judas, let's just say he backstabbed them. But Jesus he had, had a lot of allies, huh? No, out of the 12, you don't think people backed them up? Luke, Mark, Matt, you don't think, so I'm asking, who's on your side right now? But you, That's what I'm telling you, is that we've already changed the world. And I need to take my licks, and I will take them. Fine, you're taking it right now, but who's, got, who's in your corner today, Alex? This is five billion views. You have been heard. Your website gets tens of millions of traffic that come in. You're not... You're not a blogger that got excited and made a rumor about a video with Kim Kardashian and they posted a video. No, but I'll ask you a question again. Yeah. Why does the system fear what we do? They don't care about kids at Sandy Hook. They don't care about Iraq. They don't. Why is it? Because it's the spirit. But who's got your back right now? I'm gonna, the spirit does. Outside of the spirit, who has there your back? There is nothing but the spirit. In the political side, left, right, middle, business, who is saying... I'm going to spend money to go out there and make sure Alex is back on the platform. I'm going to make sure I go out uh, there know, and support I, anybody. I, you know, I'm, I'm not directed by any group. But I will tell you, 
that patriots in the Pentagon and the military are watching Google and Facebook and these arrogant assholes very closely. And uh, I'm not coordinating with anybody, but I, I can tell you that I think when they make their moves, they'll be unpleasantly surprised by what happens. And I feel really sorry for them. And that's just what happens to happen to these people. Has anybody gone vocal saying, I'm going to back you up? I'm not talking Mar, Ted, or Rubio. I mean, you go to Rubio, and Rubio says, who is this guy? I don't know this guy. You know Mark well, knows who a you punk. are. No, but what I'm trying to say is... I mean, okay, you want to know back? I mean, Matt Drudge has had a lot of courage. Okay. One of the biggest websites in the world. Yep. DrudgeReport.com. He, he's backed me up. And it's, it's not about me being backed up. It, it, it's not like I sit there and go, I'm going to do the right thing. Am I backed up here? I've exposed the human animal chimeras. I've exposed the surveillance via the smartphones. I exposed the world government that's unelected. I rebooted with my listeners the entire resistance worldwide, and that's why they hate me, because they track it back to Brazil. They track it back to Reykjavik, Iceland. They track it back to Eastern Europe. They know that InfoWars was ground zero. And like I said, that was years ago. I've already metaphysically know that I've got important work to do as long as God wants me to, but I've already moved on and it, the world's moved on. It's not about me and my temporal power on this planet. I'm a dead man and like everybody else and I'm just moving forward. And dead so man I, as in eventually you're going to die or dead man meaning your career's you're done? What does what, what dead mean I, to I, you? The enemy wants me dead and, and I'm, I'm comfortable with that. So that's it. I'm dead, and I'm ready. So the work's already done. You, you're figuring it out. Like, I blew the globalist up. It already happened. How are you doing emotionally right now? I love it. Yeah, you're good. I'm close, very, close to, very close to God. Very close to God. Very close, you know. In fact, I always feel my heart and stomach knots in my bones. Like, like every moment is, like, close to God. I, I can't explain it. I'm so close to God right now, I am. Are you in prayer mode right now? Are you, are you speaking all the no, time? Are, are I, you I just feel good. Peace? I mean, are you relaxed? I am at peace. I am and now, I'm now at peace. I'm now at peace. It's not my name or who I am. The enemy knows I love God. I love Jesus. And so I've already passed on. And that's why the enemy hates me because I'm well beyond their grasp now. Far beyond their grasp. I just pray that God will have mercy on my children. But I trust God. So it's God's will now. So you don't think there's anything here for you to figure out a way to bring it back and have this be a second coming of Alex's mind getting to work and doing all that stuff? You think it's it for you right now? Oh, I mean... Lord works in mysterious ways. I'm just telling you that I knew when Trump was elected election night that I told everybody, I said, it's going to get really bad. They're coming after us. Like, we've won. I'll be the president. We're all set. And I said, no. I said, no, we're not set. Get ready. And I said, I've completed my work. And everything else now is up to everybody else. So I've already completed the mission. And Trump's trying to complete the mission. And now Trump has given us prosperity and everything else. And if we don't take it, then that's us. See, it's a spiritual choice. And so I'm not worried about me. I, I really am not. I, people think, oh, you're being attacked, you're being lied about. 
like because we're on target, we know the program and we know it better than the Satanist. And because we know the program, they hate us because they don't have the next level understanding. So I'm not worried. I mean, there's all these questions about GMO and vaccines and globalism and the fertility dropping and the families and little kids committing suicide everywhere and just evil is flooding in and it becomes this thing about Alex Jones questions Sandy Hook. He's a bad guy. Oh my God. You know, when they staged all this other stuff before, anybody would question that. Babies in incubators. You know about Iraq, the babies in incubators, 1990. And so at the end of the day, I'm just not worried. Like, I don't care about the world. I don't care what they say about me. I don't care. Are you staying, still staying up to date? Are you still following the news? Are you still following what's going on? Are you still reading? Are you still waking up and going through the same routine? Oh, I absolutely has, do. Routine I mean, hasn't I'm changed. Sure, here's the thing. I'm sure if i got some great new future and things turn around, they're great. It's just that I know metaphysically, like a B-17 over Nazi Germany, I already dropped bombs. It blew up their power plant. And I'm flying off. And they're on, and like, Messerschmitts are chasing me. But I can look back and see the power plant's on fire. Like the mission was complete. I hope I go back and land and get back in and go and do it again. But I already blew them to high heaven. You're not saying I'm done. My job has been served. You know, I'm not going to go out there and play in the offensive anymore. You're saying you're still doubling down on playing offense. Yes, not but I down. already fundamentally, like a, a Super Bowl team wins like three or four Super Bowls. Sure. Okay, I can win another Super Bowl. It's not about a person. I'm going to, yeah, of course. But there's no more. The, America, the world's awake, brother. They're awake to globalism. It's over. It, the chain reaction from Brazil to Russia to the UK to Germany to, to, to everywhere, it's already happened. And so it matters how hard the road is for everybody. We love the children. We hope they don't go through pain, but we've showed the children the way. What I'm telling you is the fuse is already lit. The information already detonated. And so I hope I can help people in the future. But I've already, the enemy already metaphysically knows that I, with God's help, it's all God and all Jesus, already devastated them. I foresaw it when I was a teenager long before. I prepared it and I built it with everybody else's energy. We were all together, but I was at the front of the line. We did that with Christ's spirit. We defeated the enemy. Now the enemy's coming on to me. And that's good, because while I'm doing this, our people are already light years ahead. And while I delay them here, we're winning. You understand that? While I delay them here, while they chew me up and destroy me, our children are launching into the next level. What's your oldest son saying about this whole thing? He knows. He, he, he loves everything. He loves. He's awake. Has he been banned? Can he still, like, does he still have accounts? Can he still... Uh, uh, he hasn't really been on. He's been on my show a few times, but I, I mean. So they haven't gone after your kids yet. It's mainly with you right now. Yeah, but what's this idea that Facebook and Twitter and Google are everything? They're everything because we say they are. Like Matt Drudge said, we have to build our own thing. Well, you said this. You've said it yourself, though. You said it on Rogan. Well, you said no, so. no. They have the monopoly. Sure, we that's have what I'm to, saying. Well, King George had the monopoly 240 well, years ago. Let me ask you a different question then here. Uh, is there a concern that all of a sudden a GoDaddy can say, we're not hosting AlexJones.com? That's not the next. They're already trying in the Washington Post. Take our payment processors and to shut the websites down. I mean, I, I'm going to fight all the way to the end as hard as I can. But 
if they take that stuff away from me, it's not like, oh my God, I'm not on air. She means I can finally take a break. So you're fine. If you're off site, you are completely done with everything. No, I'm not fine with it. It's tyranny. Well, then let me ask you this. But question. I'm ready. If they put a gun to my head yeah. and so with 37 Magnum and say, you denounce Jesus Christ and America and freedom, we're going to blow your head off. I'll say, pull that goddamn trigger. So I'm beyond them. It doesn't matter but anymore. You, you have, I know their plan. But you have no desire to go and ba go back and try to rekindle a relationship and ask for, hey, what do I need to do to get back? Nothing like that's on your mind at all. I love how all the headlines are. Jones banned for life, like it's an execution. They want, this is a worldwide internet ID, a worldwide social score to train us to submit to evil and watch what we say so or they'll ban us and then they misrepresent what we said. No, it's pure evil. I'm not worried about that. Jesus, that's what I'm getting at is that why don't we talk about these big corporations selling deadly drugs? Why don't we talk about these big corporations selling evil wars? Talk about that. Talk about that. Talk uh, about that because let's just say some, some folks haven't heard it. Talk about that. So because here's the thing. Some of those things you are talking Like for instance, you said this here one time and I, I actually, this is something that has a lot of truth behind it. How about Prozac? The U.S. number one cause of unnatural death is suicide now because they give people suicide mass murder pills. Now that's what you call it. I want to get people off that pills. That insert says will make you commit suicide and kill people. I want to blame the real culprit, suicide pills, mass murder pill. Is that what you're insinuating? That some of these uh, large pharmaceutical companies are producing products that look like it's a good thing, but it's really hurting you and killing you? I was on Pierce Morgan in 2013 and their Prozac and Luvox ads during the breaks. And he's telling me gun owners are to blame when the shooter at Sandy Hook was on a Prozac drug. And every time, every time they're on Prozac, they're into the, it puts them into a state that inserts say it can make you commit mass murder. And so that's what I'm saying is you're pushing this, you're pushing this agenda you're blaming the Second Amendment and gun owners when every time it's some weird 13-year-old who's into devil worship, who's on a Prozac drug, who's into shoot 'em up games. And so I'm saying these drugs say they can cause mass murder, psychotic breaks. They do. They're hallucinogen class. And so I was saying don't blame the Second Amendment and what somebody else does who has a car or a baseball mm -hmm. bat or a gun, yeah. blame that. And boy, they were they were at me on the whole hour, they said. They cut that thing right then because they literally had Prozac-style drug ads on during the breaks. So let me flip that on you. Do you believe in background checks with guns? I believe in the Second Amendment. I think criminals are going to get guns regardless. Um, but I do think with mental health, other issues, as long as it's become draconian, I think a background check is probably good. So a background check that does maybe... If you're on prescription right now, you're taking Prozac, whatever it is, some of the medication list that we have uh, uh, that is either for bipolar or whatever, you know, things that we just talked about. Those folks can't get a gun. You're okay with that? Here's the thing. 30% of women are on those drugs, about 15% of men. And a lot of people don't act like maniacs when they're on it. But I say this. Before you restrict my right, people that are on those drugs, when the insert says it can make you be a killer, they should be looked at. Uh, I think if somebody has been diagnosed as psychotic, 
and is on those drugs, there should be a database, and you shouldn't be able to have a firearm. Okay, fine. I mean, that's that's we got to a point that this is good. Yeah, like, but every time I see a mass shooting, they're like have ten psychiatrists that are on all these drugs, and then they have a gun illegally, and they go kill people. But you see, what you said right there makes sense. So somebody can go out there and say, I disagree, Alex. It's okay. Or they can say, that's actually not a bad point. You make a point there. Great. I love this. This is so refreshing. No one ever accuses me to my face. They just lie about what I said or edit it. I want to be accused. I'm proud of what I've done. I'm not perfect. I've made big mistakes. Uh, there's tons of stuff I wish I would have done better. I was in the heat of the moment. But I stand by what I've done overall. But I stand by what I've actually done, not what media claims I've done. So you're like, hey, you're okay doing this interview. You know, I'm interrogating you. I love it. This is what I appreciate is people that actually face me instead of lying. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for clarity, man. I'm, I'm looking for clarity to see your, your brain, like where is this coming from? I'll, I'll try asking this one more time and I'm curious to know what you're gonna say. Initially, I asked, what caused this? Is it self-inflicted? You know, is it something that happened? Is there a blind spot? Is there a blind spot? Like, you know, a, a lot of times in business, you know, entrepreneurs, business people have blind spots. They're reckless in certain area. They're reckless with gambling. They're reckless with this. Do you think one of the blind spots for you is sometimes you get so excited and animated and your, your energy, like your, your words, they come out so fast because your brain's going a million miles an hour that sometimes you catch yourself overselling something? Oh, you definitely. I'll tune in. Last week, okay. I was talking about how Anderson Cooper had pushed the Arab Spring. And I taped the show, that Sunday show I taped. Usually it's a live show, but I taped it. I'm, at, I'm in the hot tub with my kids at my parents' house, about to go eat dinner, and I hear myself say, Tucker Carlson pushed the CIA invasion of the Arab Spring, and he's a jerk. And I'm like, that was Anderson Cooper. And I literally called Anderson Cooper, and I said, you probably won't hear about it, but I apologize. He said, oh, it's, he thought it was funny. But, but yeah, no, I totally sometimes, like, you hear your rebroadcast, you're like, God, I'm an idiot. And when you're not all calculating, you get things wrong sometimes. So definitely, I get things wrong sometimes. How was that saying that? Were you okay saying that? Are you okay? Is well, no, no. If I get things wrong, that's true. Yeah. Am I fundamentally trying to get things yeah. wrong? No. Are you? Because when I'm sitting there and hear myself say something that's totally BS, I'm like, wow. Do you know what double? T you know what double talk is, right? You know what double talk is? Like when somebody, like for instance, I used to. Tease my dad. My dad's, you know, uh, from Iran and my mom. I would talk to them and I'm just kind of saying stuff, but I also give my own quick disclaimers and I go in. So I made a statement, but no one knows I made a double talk, safe statement. I don't think it's double talk okay, so, uh, to say sometimes I get somebody's name completely wrong. Not name. No, no, not name. I'm talking sensationalizing something. I'm talking here's what happened, but let me tell you what else Hillary did. Let me tell you what else Barack did. Let me tell you what else, you know, uh, Bush or 9-11. Let me tell you what else. And then you take it to hold it. Like, let's just say it's a seven. It's a crisis. You take it 11. Undoubtedly, I've exaggerated things. Okay, well, there you go. That's, that's but usually it's like the opposite. Because if you've got some huge, giant thing. Do you think that undermines you sometimes? Do you think sometimes, like, you do, okay. So I had a but see, But see, let's go back. If I was just putting out BS, why would they be so worried? You're asking, why do they want to ban me so bad? Yeah. I, I think it's a little bit more than that. I you, think ever hear the saying, you ever hear the saying when they say, I can do 99% things right and 1% wrong, but they remember the 1%. They do. But what I'm saying is, they're not trying to ban me because I'm full of horsemen there. They're trying to ban me because I've got their number. You think you're the only person in the world that has their number? 
Come on, Alex. Okay, I'm going to ask you, why are they obsessed with banning me? You, you, look at the cameras. Tell them why I they're trying to ban you. me. I just told you. I'm, I've said it multiple times. You, you think you? Oh, because I get a little, little too wound up. They're not scared of that. They love that. Tell me why they're trying to ban me. Tell you why, why, why they're trying to ban you? Yeah, if it's just like they don't care if somebody's out of turn. They don't care if somebody's gone too far. They're trying to ban me because I'm exposing their program. Alex, you think you're the only person that knows this stuff? No. I'm trying to make everybody wake up to it. But, but wait a minute. Let's stay on that. You think you are the only person? No. Okay. So if you're not, how come other people haven't been banned? So why are they? Because they're setting the precedent with me. But you're on the internet. If I'm going to ban somebody, I'm going to ban it in a completely different way. Why would I come after you? Why, why would I come after you? Listen, I understand you're, you're, you're top at what you do. I fully get it. But even you, today, you could say something like the Rubin Report. You could Jordan Peterson, you know, the Ben Shapiro. Some of no, these guys but, but are... They, they want to set the precedent to ban them. I think they take me because they think they can take me out of context because they see me as weak to ban me. That's the big truth. They see you as weak to ban you. They think they can take me out of context and get everybody to agree to ban me, and once that first domino falls, everybody falls. Well, that's the total answer. Okay. You're asking the questions. You're a smart guy. Why are they trying to ban me then? Boom. I think you're overselling. I think you're sensationalizing. Oh, I was like, why ban somebody that's overselling? That doesn't do because anything. Because that's the whole part about conspiracy. Let's just say something happened. You're putting the fear in people's minds and hearts. That's not cool to do. So if, if you sit there like, let's you're answer my question. I what answering. is it that gets the whole power structure and 20 plus tech companies lined up to ban me in one day? Let me give no, you. that's never happened. Let me give you. So no, 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 no. It's not just like, oh, it's overselling. What is it I did that scares the living hell out of them? What is it? What is it you did that uh, scares the hell out of them? No, no, they, no one's ever had this happen. Okay, what, so, it's not just oh, for I, instance, I was, you know. Okay, talk about talk about the child pedophilia. Okay, oh, how many? How, no, wait, wait a minute. How many people have talked about that? Spotlight. They made a movie about, and, and liberals played in that movie. So it's not like they're saying it's a conservative or Republican thing. They went after the church. So tell me, what is it? I want to know. You're a smart guy. Tell w me. With you, exactly what I said. Here's the story. This is what the story is. Okay. You add stacks on top of the stacks, on top of the stuff, on top of the stuff, and you over-sensationalize, and you're getting me to say, wait a minute, this conspiracy got a little deeper, and you're getting people to take action on it. For instance, the whole thing with the Pizzagate, okay, so you say this, perfect, then all of a sudden I'm like, boom, let's just say I'm a true believer in Alex Jones and what he says, because a lot of people are, you got a big following, and suddenly you say, if this is one, this is one, then somebody goes and shoots outside. Well, let's talk about that. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We have the WikiLeaks in New York. Kids in hot tubs, sex, all devil worship, Aleister Crowley stuff. It's in there. Okay. And we've got like it coming out with Wiener, all of it. And then suddenly New York Times, Washington Post, CNN say, no, Pizzagate, which was FBI code words where they use pizza, Italian food names for pedophilia, is this place. We go look. It isn't there. The media then focuses on us reporting on other reports to say we're saying that that's happening here as a way to demonize us and black out all the other coverage of what's going on the other subject. That's what's going on with Pizzagate. Okay, you did it again. Alex. No, I told you what Alex, happened. I'm, I told you okay. that's what happened. We didn't progenerate. 
We right, didn't create me. the Pizzagate story. Mainstream well, media you screwed up by taking that approach. Okay, so you, you lost credibility the moment you go that approach. So let me explain to you what I mean by this when I see. Okay, so go back to it. Pizzagate, MXIVM, Bohemian Grove. This is where they go. You know this story. Everybody's read this story. The people that follow this stuff know that that kind of stuff happens. I get it. Yes. No one's saying no. But because you overly sensationalize, you make me take the credibility out of what's coming out of your mouth. And so for me, I'm sitting there. Let's just say whoever I'm. I'm Zuck. I'm, 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 I'm Jack Dorsey. I'm any of these guys. I'm sitting I'm getting heat, which I'm getting all the time. And you know they're getting heat all the time to want to ban Trump. He can't do it because Trump helps his uh, stock go up. So, but And then there is the shooting. What if you wouldn't have gone that route? What if it was just purely educational? What if it was just, I'm going to give oh, you there's the no info. Doubt. There's no doubt when I see the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, Shane, the conspiracy theorists say there's a sex club in this place in D.C. And then we cover it and then they say, I did it. You better believe now I don't cover that. Is it fair to say that? Do you understand that I never covered that pizza place until the Washington Post, the New York Times, and CNN did? And then 4chan, which is a bunch of operatives, uh, supplied all the BS, and then my reporters covered it. You understand, we didn't create that story. But you have been talking about parts of that story. No, the media... the Are me- you talking people specific? People on the street, wait, the people wait, on the street just... walk up and they go, F you, Pizzagate. And I'm like, I didn't create that story. And like they go, they walk up yeah, and they go, but... I had a lady walk up two days ago when I was in the grocery store. I was buying cherries and cheese and like food for, and hamburger meat. And the lady walks over and she goes, F you, stop harassing the Sandy Hook families. And I looked at her and I said, lady, I questioned that five years ago what other people did. And she goes, F you, Russian. That's what the media told stay her. On, let's stay on this topic. Let's not, no, they go back I'm, to I'm, this I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I've graduated Sandy Hook in this interview, so I don't want to go back to Sandy Hook. No, but that. that's all they talk no, about. No, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to say, since you I agree, the, good. Let's so, not talk so, about it. I believe it happened, and I'm sorry for the families. Fair enough. God but, damn it, stop saying I said it didn't happen. Stay in this topic. Let's stay Pizzagate. Let's stay focused on this topic here. Okay, you said... I wasn't the one that first brought that out, okay? Because you said one time on Megyn Kelly, Megyn Kelly said, where do you get your information from? You said, we go online, we get, gather data from different news. She edited the living hell out of that. I'm sure he did. That's what they do. All, I'm sure she did. CNN Fox. I said, I believe Sandy Hook happened. You watch the show. It's, I say the opposite. You notice think, my head's jumping around. Now, you notice my head's jumping around. I like your show. There's not a bunch of edits. You understand, I told her a year and a half ago in Austin, Texas, in the Hill Country, that I believe it happened, I'm sorry for the family, and by the time she edited it, it sounds like I said, that's not fair, man. I said here it happened, just like I told her. Imagine how that feels. That's why I did this interview with you, because you don't edit stuff. I didn't say that. I've got to record it. I'm going to use it in court. Imagine when they're in front of a jury going, Jones says nobody done, and I play what she said on video, and I got a tape. And I got a tape. People see it. They're going to see it. Have you put it out yet? I put part of it out. Yeah, the lawyers want to put it all out. But the point is, is I didn't lie about WMDs. I didn't do all this stuff. I People questioned things, and they looked at my whole life's work and said, let's point at this, and let's go after him for that. Let's stay on Pizzagate. Fair? Let's go on Pizzagate. Look, I'm, I'm going to re-remind you what you just said to me about two minutes ago. You said, I didn't bring up Pizzagate. Other people did. And then I started talking about it. Right? Fine. 
That's kind of like you saying, I didn't invent guns, John Doe did. I just used it. So you took that story that they started talking about and then you sensationalized it and a guy went out there and shot the place. So the part when you're asking no, me about- No, the media said that some out of work actor hooked into them that no one even proved shot the place did that as like a way to even ask the first amendment. Whatever it is, whatever it is. So the, the concern- No, 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 CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times, they kicked it off. Okay, I, I get that, fine. But the guy was inspired after a sensational, okay. So everything I ask, everything I process. What am I supposed to do? No, Alex. Well, we have fifty thousand emails, and they're talking about Anton Lavey, and they're talking about uh, Alistair Crowley, and how kids are going to be in hot tubs, and now they're going to drink sperm. You're changing the subject. No, again. it's in the goddamn I'm emails. I'm with you, but they changed the subject from the fifty thousand emails about drinking sperm to this place in D.C. They changed the subject. Okay, say they did. Say they did. Yeah. They changed the subject. Fine. If I'm running a country, Alex, say I'm running a country, okay? Say I'm a president of a country and I got two terms, okay? I, as a leader of the nation, have to sit there and make sure the, the decisions that are being made are going in the right direction and I want to make sure conspiracy theories, if they're being told, they're being held accountable and my biggest concern as somebody that runs a country is going to be hey, I don't want somebody that's taking a story and sensationalizing and making it more. So what's the benefit of that? Well, I gotta make sure I allow both sides of the media to have platform. Now, if I'm a dictator, I can only have one side. That's so, right. they, so they've shut me down. But, you, but No, I mean, I'm being shut down. Sure. Because yeah. I'm but, the evil guy but, here. All right, here's a couple things. Educational system, how do you feel about it? You're a college dropout yourself, I believe. Uh, you went to a community college or something like that and you dropped out. Me too, I went to a community. I didn't go to a state or a private. I dropped that. What is your thoughts on the current educational system? I think it's a total scam, like Rush Limbaugh used to say. I went to college. I could have got into UT, and I already had a couple jobs. I was making like more than the professors were. I was making $100,000 a year, and I knew the professors were making like $40,000 a year, and it was all this anti-American crap. So I was in sales and a bunch of other stuff when I was like 19 years old. And so I just thought it was more of an indoctrination thing. Because I went to community college for two years, and that's why I got out of you know, modern education, which I think isn't actually getting ready for the real world. I think it's politically kind of just indoctrinating you, so that's where I stand on modern education. I think education is great overall if it's based on what's really going on, like engineering or things like that. But I think general uh, degrees now are a joke. So STEM, you need school. Anything outside of STEM, you don't necessarily need to go to school. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, people need to, you know, know engineering. They need to know they're going to probably be a lawyer, go to school. But mainly, it's the thing about getting in big debt. Mainly, the concern is that they're going to get into big debt. Do you have a strong opinion on how you would improve it? Because I'm curious. I actually am curious to know if there is one, two, three things you say, here's what we could do with the educational system to improve it, or it's a non-topic, non-issue. The educational system is about political indoctrination, so I would fix it by making it based on real, up-to-date, real-world application for engineering, for culture, for science, for jobs, not about being politically indoctrinated. So they are basically political cults now, and education for most applications is worthless today in 2018 okay interesting um david brock 
Okay, you know who David Brock is. You know how Time called him possibly the most uh, influential Democrat in the world, possibly outside of obviously the people behind closed doors that he's got a lot of influence. What do you think about him and the level of influence that he has? I mean, David Brock is basically George Soros's toilet. So whatever George Soros craps out on us is into David Brock. So David Brock is just a soulless globalist that takes hundreds of millions of dollars to attack the First Amendment, uh, infiltrate media organizations, engage in all sorts of horrible activities. I mean, David Brock is just a absolutely traitorous individual. It's this country. Yeah, he's George Soros' toilet. So who who are you more concerned about? His mouth about? is. Who, who like is his you? mouth is the toilet bowl. <laughs> I fully get it. So who are you more concerned about, Soros or him? Oh, I would. I mean, Brock is just the toilet bowl. I mean, I'm more worried Soros about the, the bloated belly yeah. of Soros and all that poison of what he does. Okay. Uh, thoughts on deep state, deep state versus Illuminati? Any thoughts? Anything that's new? I mean, deep state is just the bureaucracy, and the shadow government is the COG, continuity government people. You talk about Illuminati, that's just an outmoded name for secret societies. So I don't think the two actually combine together. But you got a lot of corporate special interests and a lot of glad handers that get in positions of power and don't actually think about prosperity or real business deals. They just think about overall power. And so I think that's the confluence of the deep state. Uh, and of the shadow government. As for Illuminati, that's just some fanciful uh, term from France 200 and something years ago. So it's not what people make it out to be. Uh, if you want to be technical in 21st century parlance, the Illuminati means the illuminated or the Renaissance. But the people pushing the modern Illuminati system are wanting control. So no one who's actually seriously trying to build a civilization calls themselves the Illuminati. No one's that. No one really that's trying to build a civilization calls themselves Illuminati. Even though Illuminati is a good word, you illuminate it. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it just means illuminated. So you could technically say like Trump's the head of the Illuminati. Like, are they running the world? No, no, no. Illuminati in Latin means illuminate. Okay. And so you could say I'm the head of the Illuminati. Trump's the head of the Illuminati. There's no group under us. And it becomes this negative term like, oh, they're Illuminati. Oh, they're secret. They run things. That's deep state. Yeah. That's shadow government. And so the two things, one is a term in Latin for different revolutionary groups. The other is real names of real stratas of governmental systems. Let's talk about 9-11, since today is 9-11. At what point did you come out? When you came out and you talked about what you thought was taking place with 9-11, who was really behind a 9-11 with what you've studied over the years and what you've spoken about? I don't know who's behind it. I got up at 6 a.m. like I used to, okay. and I still do, and at like 8 o'clock in the morning, oh my God, a plane crashed in. Oh my God, it's a terror attack. And I went on the air because I was on a syndicated network, and I covered it. And then I was during breaks listening to local news, watching local news, and they're like, yeah, bombs in the buildings. And then I went to get a pizza at like 4 o'clock, and they're saying on CBS radio, bombs in building 7. They're going to blow it up for everybody's safety. So I go on air and I say, I just heard CBS radio news back when they still had it 18 years ago or 70 years ago. And I go, they just said that Solomon Brothers building was blown up by bombs. And I got a text from the newspaper for it. And it wasn't for five years that they uploaded 
the CBS, the Fox, the CNN, full day, and it was CNN, BBC, CBS, all saying, Solomon Brothers building, BBC, bombs have been placed to take it down to not damage local buildings. Watch the detonation. And everybody was like, whoa, Jones said that because they made a big deal out of it. I don't know who blew it up. I don't know. I went a mile to get a pizza at like 4 o'clock. And I'm getting the pizza and I'm in the car eating it, driving home. And they're saying, Solomon Brothers building, building 7, controlled demolition, so it won't damage local buildings. And I go on here and I go, they're blowing up building 7. And I'm attacked in papers the next day. And then now I've got BBC on three channels, ABC, CBS, all saying it. And they, and, they, and they go, well, conspiracy theory, what happened? I don't know. They said they blew it up. I heard it, and now we have tapes. And they go, well, they go, did the firefighters blow it up? No. They go, well, the police did? No, I don't know what happened. But I can sit there and play you. CBS, ABC, CNN, two BBC channels saying they're going to blow up Building 7 in a controlled demolition to save local buildings. And they call me a conspiracy theorist. I was shoving cheese and pepperoni pizza in my mouth listening to it. And the goddamn tape is public. And then I'm the bad guy? I just heard them say on CBS radio, they're going to blow up Building 7. And for five years, it wasn't public. And they suddenly released it all online. And anybody can go type in line. Police say they're blowing up Building 7 or Building 7 to control it. You will hear and see the newscast. What happened? I don't know. I'm asking you, what happened? Till today, with all the research you've done, you don't know. You, you don't have any, you, you know, you, you, you have some family that was in a military, that was in a government, that they worked in a government. So you've spoken to other CIA agents, DEA agents, some other people that are on the inside. From your perspective, you don't have any strong evidence that it was either somebody involved on the inside or not on the inside. Here's the best thing we know. Dick Cheney wrote Rebuilding America's Defenses a year before 9-11, PNAC document, and it says we want a new Pearl Harbor that kills at least 3,000 people. It says this. And we want to use bioweapons to kill the Muslims. And back then, I was more of a liberal. I still don't want to kill the Muslims. And I'm like, holy hell. And only the Austin American statesman picked it up. But that was in the Austin American statesman. Dick Cheney says... We got race-specific weapons, and the problem is it'll kill 22% of whites and like 70% of blacks, because Arabs are a mix of the two, but we should be ready to release it. And I'm like reading this in the PNAC documents right after 9-11 happened. I had to read it before it happened. And they're talking about killing everybody, and they're talking about world government, and I mean, these are public stuff. You can go read this. And I'm, I'm reading this, and they go, we need a Pearl Harbor, we need 3,000 dead to invade the Middle East. I don't know, man. They're writing documents saying do this attack, and then there's stand-downs at NORAD. I don't know. All I said was they released NORAD footage and NORAD audio like six months afterward. They're like, God, we've never seen a drill like this. Somebody took control of our screens, and we've got... Uh, AIM 9s, whatever they call them, they've got sidewinders being fired into planes in Flight 93. And then I talked to the general that was in charge of it, and he died two days after. 
And then I talked to the guy that was the head of emergency management, deputy head, and they killed him like a week after. And I'm just like, whoa, I'm interviewing generals and captains and deputy heads of emergency management, and they're all dying in the weeks I interview them. Like in the newspaper, they're dead. And you ask, why I'm alive? I don't know, man. That's what I'm telling you is nobody's got a pay grade this high. I don't know, man. I don't know. All I know is is that nobody's got a pay grade this high to know exactly what happened. I do, I don't know what happened. All I know is we have footage of police saying, "Get back, they're going to blow it up." And I talked to the cops that were there on the tape, and they go, "Yeah, it was the, it was the uh, it was the Red Cross." And they say, we're going to blow up Building 7, get back. We're going to blow up Building 6. And they have a countdown on tape, and then it blows up. I mean, these are this is on TV. And so people then go, well, who did it, Jones? Tell us. I don't know. There's people on tape doing countdowns for buildings being blown up. I don't know. Did you watch Fahrenheit 911 by you, Michael Moore? What was the initial reaction with it? Did, it? did it cause any other conspiracies or any questions? Did you second guess anything? Did you question anything yourself? I mean, I knew everything in the film. Like, they're flying Saudi Arabians out the day after 9-11. It was kind of like Bush knew and let it happen. It was kind of a whitewash of what I already knew. I mean. So it didn't change any part of your opinion at, at all? There were all these FBI agents saying they were ordered to stand down. And so I was already knew all that. Like Fahrenheit 9-11 came out like a year later, or like 2003, mm -hmm. two or three years later, it was right before the election. People blame you for conspiracy, and they say you have all these different conspiracies, which they are right. You have some things that you talk about, right? Okay. But well, you looked it up. They would call it a conspiracy that I said a film came out. They, they, they just do that. Some of the stuff they're accurate. Some of the stuff they overly do. You make it easy sometimes for these people to take shots at you. Some people also on the flip side say, Listen, Alex could have contacts on the inside with the CIA and DEA that he knows people that are feeding him stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Is there anybody you know that on the inside that's connecting you and telling you stuff? Because if that is true, you would have more information about 9-11. Because if the stuff you're talking about got 5 billion views, then wouldn't somebody from the inside who is opposing, like right now they're saying there's somebody on the inside that's working with Trump that opposes him, somebody would contact and say, Alex, here's some information I'm going to pass down to you. Here's the deal. Wouldn't they? If you went and bought groceries five years ago, are you worried about the groceries you bought five years ago? No. We're trying to get the economy going. We're trying to defend the country. We're trying to stop war. I don't talk to people about what happened, you know, 18 years ago. Yeah, or but we're, today's 9-11. I brought it up because it's 9-11. No, no, it's I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. No, no, no. We're not trying to fight old fights. We're not trying to open all wounds. We're not even trying to hurt globalists. We just want them to get out of the way for American success. I mean, do I talk to people, you know, in corporations and media and, and like, oh, some sexiness, oh, government agencies? Yeah, yeah. But it's not like they're just American patriots like I am. So I'm not like sitting there talking about what happened 17 years ago with people. We're trying to like, how do we boost the stock market? How do we fix the country? How do we make Americans come together? I mean, I've, I've been in these meetings. You want to talk about CIA, generals, everything. It's like we need to racially bring people together. We need to, like, try to find out how to not be at war with Islam and try to get radical Islam out of the way. We need to bring everybody together, and we need to, like, be peaceful. And how do we make the world a better place? It's, it's, it's literally 
with Trump, how do we make a better future? It is not the leftist saying race war, religious war, it's the opposite. With Trump, it is we want unification, we want a free market system, we want justice, and your mission is to empower people and have them believe they're powerful, and whether they're a Christian or a Muslim or agnostic or gay or straight, to unify people around a human victory for the planet. That's what Trump's doing, and that's why they're pissed. So the, the meetings with the CIA and the Pentagon and the, the generals and all of them, that's what's happening. There is a real group that realizes humanity's in so much trouble with AI and so much trouble with all the globalism and everything. And what was happening is so crazy, this anti-human mania that was being run by big tech that's still in power. That there are people going, we want to be good, we want to be close to God, let's get close to God. What do we do to be good people? And everybody's like, we want to be good. And meanwhile, big tech's like, humans are over, the human thing's over, AI's here, silicon, kill everybody. And we're just like, well, what do we do? I mean, it's, it's like, literally, do we go after these people? The people that aren't sellouts and have souls are like, literally like going, what do we do? They're looking at all the heads of tech right now, they're looking at, and they're just like, Jesus, these people aren't pro-human, what are we going to do? It's, it's not like, we don't care about media, we don't care about any of this stuff. We're literally trying to chart a human future. Okay. You just did to me what uh, politicians do, and they, they went away from the question. So just to finish off 9-11, okay? To finish off the, the topic question, of 9 I don't know what happened. So the question the official asking, story of 9-11 is horseshit. I gave you a definitive, decisive answer. So your, your answer, the last question I ask you is, CIA, DEA, nobody else gave you any information on the inside. You knew four months before. There's nothing that you know about. It was just, you know, when you said, I think something's oh, I going on. I watched them. On TV, Al Qaeda's going to attack Bin Laden. Give your rights up. When he, had, it was obvious what was going to happen. It was obvious what was going to happen, but you don't know who did it. You, you have no idea. You, you're not. No, it was it. obvious that the, the deep state was going to stage a terror attack. Okay. And they did it working with radical Islam, but like, like who did it or influence? You don't have an opinion on that. On who influenced it on the inside? I mean, I, I think elements of the U.S. government, elements of the Israeli government elements of other governments did it but i thought it was like just to attack muslims and i was against that but it wasn't that it was to like take over the existing order launch a huge war destabilize the middle east and then collapse that into europe it was 10 times more evil than i can even imagine hmm. so i was against it because i thought it was just an anti-muslim thing and a way to invade it wasn't that it was to go in and destabilize the middle east to put the bad guys in charge did you get criticism at that time when you were opposing George Bush, where some of your own followers who think you are an alt-right Republican were going against some of the Republicans? You know, sometimes people put you as an alt-right yourself. No, I had over 120 affiliates, which is a big deal back then. We have a lot more than that now. And I lost 70% of them when I did that. Because it was the truth. I just, I just said, I don't know what's going on, but the official story is not, not true. You lost 70% of them? Yeah. That's big dollars. Believe me, I was making a couple million dollars a year when that happened, bringing money in to fund the new operation. It was, but I had to tell the truth. It was, it wasn't hard actually, because I heard them say, "We're going to blow up Building Seven on CBS Radio." I so, mean, I, I, I was there. I was there. I, I didn't know what all was going on, but I just knew that, that, that you know, that it was happening. I'm half Armenian, half Assyrian, born and raised in Iran. So you know the Armenian genocide, the Assyrian genocide. I'm in that community. The whole nine. April 24, 1915, you went right at Sink from uh, 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 Young Turks, and you went at it, you addressed it uh, yourself, so there was a little bit of loyalty you got for what you did for pushing that. 
from your end, Armenian genocide and young Turks, what, what, do you, what are your thoughts about that? I know obviously you've spoken about it before. Maybe comment on it if you could. My issue with the Young Turks is they're funded by George Soros, who on 60 Minutes said he was a Nazi collaborator. And then there's the weirdness of them being named the Young Turks, which was the militia of the Turks that killed a million and a half people. And that's like mainline Reuters, AP, it's all admitted. And then I just noticed they're always apologists for radical Islam. And they're, and they're always saying, oh, we're not religious, but they are. And then I learned that Soros is funding them and I learned that these big banks were funding him. And then I learned that people that brought that up and said, why are you called Young Turks? They would attack. And they would say the Armenian genocide didn't happen when Turkish newspapers said they were eradicating all the Christian uh, people in Turkey. So that's what I'm saying. They call it a conspiracy theory. And so I've had the same Young Turks go after me for year after year after year and lie about me and go after my sponsors. I had the Young Turks fool me at the RNC Two years ago, they go, oh, you're in this big area with all these broadcasts going on inside the parking garage. And they go, hey, come over later. I'm okay. And I show up. They say, go up on stage. And I go up on stage. And then they all go, get the F out of here. You you came up here. And it was all stage. And I was like, I thought it was a joke at first because they had asked me to come up. And I've been on the show like 10 times before. And it was like when they set me up and did all that, I was like, well, these people are really bad, man. Because he was like, F you, get off the stage, get out of here. And she was calling me a big fat effer and all this stuff. And I was like, well, you just invited me up on your stage. So it's just, they're just cold-blooded. That's all I can say about the Young Turks. And uh, they were funded by Gulf State dictators. I mean, those look it up. They're funded by really bad people. And I just thank God every day I'm not, I'm not with those people. So, again, I was on their show over the years like more than 10 times. I didn't realize who they were. And then people kept saying they denied the Armenian genocide. I looked it up, it was true. And I looked up Young Turks, and then I went and saw, I read about it like 10 years ago. I went and saw movies about it. And I was like, Jesus, these people are literally carrying this out, and they're denying it to my face. They're scumbags. Do you think they also talk about some theories, like conspiracy theories? Well, if you question somebody, they call it a conspiracy theory. I mean, if you question anything or the price of whatever yeah. I mean they asked that so categorically categorically they would be in that conspiracy theory category as well all I know is they're force-fed by Google and YouTube and when I went and confronted them after they blew up me that day at the RNC they deleted our live videos like within minutes mm -hmm. and then lied about what we did because we had video of them saying oh come on over I'm like okay I'll see you in 10 minutes I walk down here come back they go oh come on up and they're spitting on me, hitting me. Spitting I, on you? Yeah, there's video. They spit on me. Look it up. They spit on me. They spit uh, uh, Coca-Cola or something out of a drink on me. And I'm sitting there while they're doing this, and I'm like, you just, and I thought it was a joke. And then I like kind of dawns on me, and they go, Roger Stone, F you. You're not getting on our show. And Roger Stone's like 20 feet away. And he goes, I don't want to hear your show. If you watch that footage, it's crazy. Sometimes you get criticism because some people say, well, Alex never bashes uh, uh, Nazis. You know, a lot of times they'll say, you know, he is so nice to them. He is so kind to them. He is so gentle with them. What do you have to say about that? I don't even, Nazis were like people we beat like 70 years ago in World War II. It's just, it's like a mentally ill joke about I'm being nice to Nazis. I'm not nice to Nazis. If you go online and type in Alex Jones, uh, Nazis, all they do is attack me. It's total horse crap. So what do you think about them? Nazis? Yes. Well, they lost World War II and they're losers. And 
the KKK and groups like that are, are a joke. But it's like it's saying, like, what do you think of child molesters? Do you think they still exist? Let me ask you, what do yeah. you think of child molesters? I think they need to be tracked based on whatever they're, whatever they're doing right now, and they belong in prison. Good, I agree. So what do you think of Nazis? So is that your opinion no, as well? No, I'm asking you. Yeah, I agree. What do you do? I'm asking you. What do you do about Nazis? What do you do about Nazis? I'm asking you the question back. Imagine like being asked, what do you think of child rapers? Yeah, but there's a difference with you because you actually are in this world. It's like somebody asked me about an insurance policy I sell that maybe I disagree with. You're but, in but, the but world like, of politics. I challenge, I'm not, you, I'm I challenge you. you in this. Nazis are losers, man. What, what, what world am I supporting Nazis? It's like, hey, Alex, tell me you don't support communists. I'm like, I don't support communists. I'm an American. I love free market. I'm not trying to be friends with Nazis. There's no group that attacks me more than the Nazis. That's why it's a bizarre statement to ask about Nazis, because the average Nazi is a Southern Poverty Law Center ADL operative. Good catch, man. Seriously, it's like asking me, what do you make of these guys that stole pumpkins last week out of this you know, thing on I-45? And I'm like, uh... It's brought up to it. It's it sometimes brought up with you. No, no it's so, brought up. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, they call you the all conservatives, you. but it gets old, man. The Nazis? Really? Yeah, but it also gets old on the flip side. When every time something happens, you say, you know, it's, Hitler did this back in the days and America's doing the same thing. So I'm asking the question because sometimes some people... All right, give me the example. You say, I said that America is like Hitler. Give me, give me an example where I said that. The first five minutes you said that. First five minutes of today said... What did I say? You want me to replay it for you? Now, it's tens of thousands of articles a month everywhere lying about me, never showing what I supposedly said, just claiming I said something. And I said, this is clearly, just like the Nazis did, so I'm pro-Hitler, but I'm criticizing Nazi Germany. No, you're not pro-Hitler, but you're criticizing them. You bring that up. Well, no, no, I, I definitely agree. I don't think Germany's the ultimate evil in the world, but I think it did a lot of bad stuff, and 22 million Germans died. First five minutes you brought it up. Oh, okay, well, no, I brought up Germany was bad, and World War you're II. You're saying what America is doing is what they're doing. So what I'm But I think I rest my case. I know so, you do. So am I a Nazi? No, I said it's wrong to be a Nazi. I rest my case. So you don't support what they stand for? National socialism and like killing people that aren't German? Hell yeah, I disagree with that. Okay, simple. Why? Let me ask you this: yeah. do, do cry child molestation? Do who? Just tell me you, you're not for child molestation. I'm not. Tell me you're not a Nazi. I'm not. Good. Tell me you're not a KKK member. I'm not. See how dumb it is, though. It's dumb. Oh no, that but. <laughs> When have I? This is the craziness of leftists. There's a double standard. I, I challenge you yeah. to find anywhere that I support loser Nazis. Jesus Christ, you know how much they hate me? This is a good thing. This is not a bad thing. But they're idiots. You know how the Nazi websites hate me more than Netanyahu. And then Netanyahu, they claim I work for Netanyahu. They everywhere. The fake Q movement says I'm this. Uh, Mossad agent, all this bullshit. I've never even been to Israel. So imagine, like, from one end, I'm this Israeli agent. And then the other end, I'm this Nazi. I don't think you've ever done the Israeli story and been strong on that. You've always just been, I've never been there before. You're not, they've done some bad things, but they're, uh, you know, they've done a lot of good things. You yeah, know? it's like any country. Yeah, sure. It's I, like America. It's like, do you like America or do you like Israel? Do you like, yeah, you they've had different, yeah. different agencies. They've I, had different presidents.
I agree. Uh, okay. There's not a lot of Nazis. That's the point. So why don't we talk about them all day? I'm sick of it. This is a platform we have. It's opened up. No, I get it. Dispel the. I get yeah. it. For you to address everything that's being accused of you. I'm assuming this is going to be viewed by many people around the world who have. No, no, I get it. You're right. They, they call every go. conservative Whatever Nazi. You got, you they call Trump anti-Semitic when he's pro-Israel. I get sure. it. Sure. Yeah. So I, this is a platform. I, I understand. There you go. Here's another one for you. You brought up a couple things initially, and you said, you know, the media's pretty much done what they've done to me. And I said, if you know as much as you know, why haven't they killed you? Okay? And then you give your answer. So what is more powerful in a time like this? Is it better off to kill the brand and the influence, or is it actually to go the other way around? And which, which one's going to hurt you more and put more fear in the other people that are wanting to speak on the topics that you're talking about? But see, I'm not thinking about geopolitical or Machiavelli. I'm just doing what I think is right. That's the real pure path, is that I'm not thinking about what's going to happen or looking at the angles. I'm just trying to tell the truth, promote America, promote freedom, and do what has to be done. Does that make sense? It's a, it's a, it's a safe answer, but okay. I no, got no, it. it's not a safe answer. But it's, I mean, it's a very... Well, where's the Machiavelli? I believe in free market. I believe in America. I'm a Christian. I believe in the Second Amendment. I believe in Trump, and he's delivered on what he's saying. Yeah. And so what am I supposed to do? Sit there and like politically try to tinker toy with every level of this? I mean, ask your question again. You're saying it's a safe answer. No, that's not the safe answer. That's why they hate me, because I'm a purist. I'm actually doing what I think is right. Ask the question again. What's more powerful, getting rid of somebody or shutting them down with the voice on what to say on social media or platforms? What's more powerful is demonizing someone and assassinating their character in public before you kill them. And you think that's what's happening with you? Oh, yeah, I had Mueller try to set me up last week, everything, it's, it's, it's been bad. But that's okay, because I'm playing at the big boy level. It's not about, it's, here's the thing, it's not about me making it. Well, you said I'm playing at the big boy level. If you're gonna play at the big boy level, the big boy level is Machiavelli. Big boy oh, level no. You think Jesus played at the Machiavelli level? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm saying Jesus is big boy level. I'm not talking no, no. big boy level. I'm saying there's a level above that just being straight up. So you think that's the level you're playing, enlightenment level? It's, it's the next level. The next level you're is You're putting yourself at the enlightenment level is what you're saying. I really want prosperity in the future. Okay. And I'm against globalism. And I don't want to sexualize children. And I am next level. Yes. Fair enough. Okay. I'll you keep that. asking why they fear me. The answer is right there because I can't be bought. I'm not under their control. I love God. You can't be bought. What, you, what do you mean you can't be bought? Cannot be bought. What does that mean? You can't be bought, though. There is no price. Already sold. You sell products on a weekly basis, though. Those. No way. That's to fund me. But I wouldn't sell poison to people to get ahead. I sell things and T-shirts and books to fund myself. But that's people buying because they believe what I'm doing. I'm not compromising. Go a little deeper with this. What do you mean I'm not compromising? You're selling. You're making money. You can't be bought. What can be bought? But selling things is only fuel to carry out my operation. Okay. Selling things is to fuel to carry out my operations. But you can't be bought. Yeah, like in the hierarchy of needs, money is not the tip of my pyramid. Doing good for humanity and winning is where I want to go. And so I'll sell T-shirts, books, videos, uh, water filtration, air filtration at InfoWarsStore.com to fund myself. But my God, it's not that money. You certainly understand that. Sure. Okay. Here's lightning round. You ready? I'm going to give you a word, a name, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. 
okay, or a little bit longer than the first thing that comes to your mind. Let's see what you're gonna say. Your brain is a fast brain, so let's see what you're gonna say. First one, Edward Snowden. Patriot. Really, Ted Cruz. Patriot. Back to back, Julian Assange. Patriot. Bernie Sanders. Vampire. Putin. Nationalist. Beto, Beto is the one that's going against Ted Cruz. Uh, mental, mental retard. Bill Gates. Eugenicist. Elon Musk. A scared man. Really? LeBron James. Retard. Colin Kaepernick. Retard. Steve Bannon. Traitor. David Brock. Vampire. Hillary Clinton. Vampire. Barack Obama. Vampire. Bush. Vampire. Trump. Next level. Did you say next level? Next level. Moses. Trump is Moses. Oh, yeah. Elaborate. What do you mean by Trump is Moses? He's the real freaking deal. My gut knows it, and it's all clear. He's, he's pro-human. He wants progress. He is one of just, he's already had everything, and he's, he's dialed in the real deal. I guess they call that the deliverer. Trump's the deliverer if we take it. We've already seen it. We've already seen everything suppressing us. And then as soon as he comes in, grass and flowers and power. Just, everything's waiting right now. Alex, assume uh, 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 anybody there that's a decision maker is watching this. I'll give you the final thoughts. What are you thinking about right now? You have the platform. You have the audience. What would you like to say? I'd say the decision makers are already watching. And I think the decision makers already know the choice. They're just afraid to stand up to this anti-human thing. And they're afraid that the public isn't willing to make the right decisions. But that's what leadership's about. And so people have to decide which side they're on. I mean, this is like a big space walk. They say those astronauts walk out from the space station or from the space shuttle, it's like, you're looking down at the Earth, 10,000 miles, you're looking at infinity, and it's like, they say there's nothing like it, and that, that's it. You have to believe in humanity, and if you just do that, everything else follows. So that's it, that, and that's why they don't like me. If you ask that question over and over again, it's because I don't fear them. I've already been around the bend. I've already seen where it goes, and uh, that's scary, because they've not been there. But they will be there soon enough. They're going to meet their maker. And they're going to face God eye to eye with pure consciousness. And they're going to have to decide who they serve. So today, uh, you get a chance to decide for yourself from everything you heard. Uh, uh, he was pushed. We addressed every single topic that we can think about. And uh, he was open. He gave his thoughts. He gave his opinions. Uh, I appreciate you coming out. That was great. I, I love being challenged. This time with you. This was good. And uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts. What do you think about today's conversations? What are you thinking about it? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Where are you at with the whole situation that's taking place? Should he be back? Allow back on social media? So should Facebook, YouTube, everybody say you should come back on? Or no, a guy like this shouldn't be on YouTube. What do you think? I want to hear from you. Comment below, Alex. Thank you for taking time to come on Valuetainment. Truly, thank you for making the time to come on Valuetainment. You bet. Hey, I'm, I'm proud to be banned by these people. You're proud to be banned by these people. I watch these zombies walk around looking at their phones. It's, uh, yeah. Let me tell you, this is a real honor. People keep thinking I'm like hurt by being ostracized from hell. It's a good deal, man. The, the Satan cast me out. 
That's the reverse of how it's supposed to work. I'm, I'm seriously honored that Satan cast me out. Thanks for watching, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Satan cast Alex Jones out. Let's see your video. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star. Write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.